What's up, everybody? New episode of Rit Talk. Just me today on the podcast. It's been a while. Been working through some things. Um, good news is that I've been working on a YouTube channel, so all of the podcasts in the next probably two days will be uploaded to YouTube. Easy to find. Uh, I'm also going to make a Rit Talk uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and get that uploaded. And then also... Finally, I'm going to get routinely off topic on Spotify. Those are my goals. I got to get them done. And uh, also started a Twitch channel to play some games. So if you're down to game, hit me up. We can screw around and uh, play for the masses, if you will. But I'm not as technologically advanced as I thought I was. I did one. I set up the podcast software one time on my old laptop. And I can't even figure out how to do it again. So this new PC is ready and rearing to go to do podcasts. And I can't even figure out how to get it set up. Ugh, I feel like an idiot. But uh, here we are. It's Monday before election time. And I'm ready. I'm ready to not vote. I did, I'm doing it again. I've never voted. And this election, the most crucial one of our times... I'm not doing it again. I can't. Like, think about it from a guy in the middle's perspective, right? You got Joe, Joe B, Sleepy Joe, Dead Joe, Zombie Joe. He's not fit to be Prez. But we were forced with him because first, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna declare being a Democrat. Fuck that. I, I ain't, I ain't putting a finger on what I am for forever i don't want to have that discussion oh you're just a filthy democrat nah i'm in the middle bitch but you got sleepy joe and the democrats literally put him in place and you think that he was like elected normally but if you go back and look at it and think about it he was handed the election because all of his similar running mates all dropped out on the same day and then who did Bernie Sanders have to compete with with his similar viewpoints? Elizabeth motherfucking Warren. Tell me this wasn't a setup. Bernie got fucked by the system again. Y'all let it happen. None of y'all got mad. And we got stuck with some old fucking dude that is senile. It's fucking insane. And then we have DJT on the other side. Big Daddy Trump. You're going to tell me that he is the one, the Messiah, the best president ever, when he has divided people more than ever. He handled a pandemic poorly. I don't know what president would do it right, but he did it wrong. And he doesn't take responsibility for himself. Like, that's one thing that you'd think, like, all the old heads, all the boomers love Trump. And growing up, they always taught you, you know, you need to take responsibility for your actions, you know, nothing may go your way, but you have to like figure it out and you know, all that rhetoric. But then you get old Trumper in the office and the dude literally takes fault like once in a blue moon. He might have took fault once in four years. And yeah, I, you know what? During the debates, he even said that he took, he took blame for the coronavirus and then immediately blamed China. Like the guy never takes responsibility for his actions that type of lack of integrity is, I mean, 
quite frankly a pet peeve of mine. If you listen to Routine Off Topic, you know that. And uh, he doesn't deserve a vote. Like baseline presidential shit, right? Good on foreign policy. He's okay on foreign policy. Good leadership. The country's had each other's throats. For better or for worse, we're planned. It's going on right now. And he, and he doesn't take responsibility for his actions. How am I supposed to give my my God-given right, my vote, for that fuck? It's just a shame. It's frustrating. And then, like, they nullify third parties so bad that y- you barely know who's running. Like, I don't know anything about Joe Jorgensen. Is it a dude? Like, uh, hold on. I think it's a chick. Yeah, it's a chick. All right. Yeah, we got we got a chick in there. Her her picture looks more of like a LinkedIn profile picture, but you know she's running, which is great. She was previously the party's nominee for vice president in '96. Yeah, like not even '92 when libertarians and third parties like took 20% of the vote. So it's just like, what are we doing? I'm declaring an emergency pre-election money bomb 50k. So she's trying to pull 50k together literally in the last day. For what? Ah, just politicians fuck fuck me up, man. So I can't I there's no one to vote for. Now people will tell me, you know, not Trump is enough. If you believe not Trump is enough, then you truly don't you don't believe in the system because the system isn't working for you if you have to vote for someone else because it's not that guy. Literally, a paper bag is better than Trump in most people's eyes, and like I'm not going to vote for a paper bag. It's crazy. Other side. Oh, you know, if Joe Biden wins, we're going to have this socialist world you know we're well on our way to socialist communist russia ah come on come on we're not we're not playing that game you're gonna tell me that the liberals that that lost in 16 who thought that trump was gonna have a dictatorship by 2020 and didn't get that far into a dictatorship he's working on it no doubt but didn't get that far. You think we're going to be fully socialist in four years if, if Biden wins? You're high. You're smoking too much Facebook. You're too much QAnon for me, man. Is, is it that bad? Will socialism be that bad? Or a socialist... Socialist ideals? Mike... My grandma is super, super conservative, almost retardedly conservative, and she got upset that her new AFib medicine was like $700 for a month or 60 days or something like that, just still, for an 80-year-old woman who's on Medicare and trying to, you know, squeeze out the last bit of her savings to, you know, pass on eventually, that's not cheap. And she was complaining to me about how expensive it is to deal with AFib. And I told her that's the price we paid for privatized medicine. 
we live in a world that we decide what happens. We let privatized medicine run our lives. If you don't have insurance, you're fucked. And the people who have insurance don't care about the people who don't have insurance. So it's kind of scary. As a person who just lost insurance two days ago is debating about getting Cobra or Obamacare, it, it, it's the most one of the most important facets of, of being alive in America is you have to have insurance. Or you get hurt and you're paying the rest of your life to a hospital who doesn't give a shit about you. It's a business, and we made it that way. Would socialized medicine solve that? Absolutely. And everyone always goes, well, look at Canada. Look at their wait times. Always bring up like, if you hurt your knee, you have to wait three months. If I don't have a life-threatening illness or situation occurring which would put me to the front of the line in probably Canada for free healthcare I might be okay on waiting you know if I twist my ankle and I think it's fucked and I could go for an MRI to make sure it's not fucked I'll wait a month I'll wait eight weeks just to know as a human being that the person that, you know, got in a car crash and has like a brain hemorrhage and needs an MRI, uh, gets it before me, I think, I think I'll live. I think that's enough. But we're selfish here in America. We don't care about the person next door. We don't even care about some close family members. But we'll still complain. I, Yeah. It's just sad. What else? What else pissed me off? Oh, people to just go. You just need to vote. Just just cast your vote. I literally... A girl a girl I matched with on Instagram. No, not Instagram, Jesus. Uh, Hinge, maybe? It's one of those dating sites. One of those dating sites I matched with. She, she baited me into a, a political argument. I also baited myself because it was pretty much a lob. And I asked myself, am I really ready to give up on trying to get laid with this woman for a chance of a destructive political conversation? And I said, yes, absolutely. And all she could tell me was to vote because voting for Biden's better than not voting at all. Your vote does nothing. Your voice is is a voice of a sheep. Yes, I'll say it because there's the wolf and the sheep thing. I'm not a wolf either. I'm a sheep too. Sheep recognize sheep, bitch. And if we're not all going to band together to do something about the situations that we're in, then casting a vote into the abyss is is very pointless. Because think about it. My one vote, I'll chuck it in for whoever. My endorsement, essentially my endorsement for that person is one. And maybe a few people that I can affect around me. So let's just say I can affect three people. So we're at four. My voice is four. What do you think of Jeff Bezos' endorsement? A $200 billion billy dollar endorsement. That's better. He has influence. He makes, he can make trade policies. He can influence trade policies. 
he can influence uh, the backup at USPS, the Postal Service, to make it more likely for people to use Amazon. He can monopolize the commodities that he sells. And he can use the government to further monopolize it. Just because of his influence and just because of his vote. I can't do that. Can you do that? If we all in the city of Pittsburgh tried to do that, could we even scratch the surface of a Bezos, a Gates, an Elon Musk, an endorsement from The Rock? No. We can't touch it. We get influenced by it, and we think we're right, and we make a decision about it, but we don't do anything with our votes because we just vote for the president, and we're like, hardy har har, look what I did. Is my life better or is my life worse? And my life hasn't been any worse since the day I was born. Up and ups. Even quitting a job isn't as bad as it seems. I have to fucking wake up at 9 o'clock every day. Sleep in a little bit. I mean, come on. Love and life. But there's some things that you could do for the universe. It's better than you know, trying to get down to the root of your political beliefs and fighting with the other political party. Why don't you uh, hit up that homeless guy and see how he's doing? Just talk to him. Maybe he's lonely. Give him some food. See someone sad in an elevator? Ask them how they are about their day. I've made plenty of friends in elevators for about 45 seconds, and then I wish them a good life. Probably put a little bit more positive energy in the universe than you casting your shitty vote for a person who doesn't even care about you. And you know what? If you if you truly believe that a politician cares about you as an individual and not just your vote or, or your influence, message me. Because I am truly curious on how you think DJT or or Sleepy Joe B like like care about you. They don't. Every time Joe Biden looks at the fucking camera and is like, you out there, you, we're doing this for you. I don't, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You just want Kamala Harris in office and you can just pass on to the fucking nether realm or whatever f- fucking shitty politicians go to and be with their dead families. It's just it, it, fucking Hunter Biden. Good lord, I just I was just going through my head of all the people that he still has alive in his life, and like it's literally Hunter Biden, it's crackhead son. <laughs> what also? What's up with the? What's up with the laptop? I didn't look into it that much, just because it just seemed like a a political stunt. So you're telling me that some random like I, I know the baseline but this is do you think this is legit some random pc repair repair place had a random laptop that a guy was just like oh i wonder whose laptop this was and just poked through it and was like oh it's just the presidential candidate former vice president's son yeah you're gonna tell me that that just randomly occurred and now it's just being used as a political piece against Joe Biden. 
Come on, Rudy Giuliani. You, you know, you know, I'm not that dumb. It's crazy. But I just wanted to get on a rant a little bit. Because even though you decided to vote, which is so great, I'm so glad you're just using your voice. Just really putting out putting out your voice. Making your voice heard to the world that you voted. That I didn't. And I think it's a failed system. We might be well on our way to to a failed state if we all don't come together. And uh, it's just depressing when you think about it. It's kind of exciting though, too. Like, like from a guy's perspective that already like sees the end coming, to just kind of watch, watch it. Like, where's my popcorn? Let's see how this goes down. Like, it's gonna be civil war. Is it going to be like Trump winning and not get, and then like Biden not giving up power or riots in the streets? Or is it going to be Biden winning and Trump not giving up power and having to go to the courts? And then like it hit everyone in like uh, getting their bases all riled up to make them like want to go out in the streets and fight. It's just it's interesting. Like how's it going to go down? Like how is the end going to like aliens? Aliens are in about two months. I just want. I just want to. I just want to watch it go down, man. Civil war can't be that bad, right? Like, we should all just vow to at least you know if civil war occurs, we just keep the internet and electricity up. Because I just want to chill in my room, in front of my computer, and just watch the world end. From my comfort of my own chair here. I don't want to go out there and like, you know, what side are you on? Like, have to fight. That's just stupid. I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point. But that's about it. That's all I got. I'm just going to do a couple of these a week. About some random shit I'm thinking about. Maybe some news. Maybe maybe uh, expand it a little bit further. But, uh... Going into tomorrow's election, I thought it'd be fun to just throw out just things have been bouncing in my brain for like the last few weeks, and with it with seeing all of the different uh, propaganda, if you will, on both sides and how you need to vote. But other than that, um, yeah, check out my other podcast, routinely off topic, with my boys, uh, Big Daddy Rob and Miles Motherfucking Ben a bitch. And uh, we're going to keep that going. I think uh, Pet Peeves and Politics Part 2 is coming out this week. And then I think I'm going to do another one of these about the dating situation of my life. I, uh, I've had some recent thoughts and situations that I've been in. It's just very, very frustrating. Very frustrating. But we'll save that for another time. I could probably talk. That's gonna, that one's going to be at least half an hour. And then uh, just to wrap it up, just shout out to my sponsors, uh, Splash CBD. If you're in the CBD game and you need that in your life, hit them up. Use uh, the promo code ROUTINELY15 and uh, get 15% off your entire purchase. And it also helps me, a unemployed person, a little kickback would be super, super helpful to my bank account because... Uh, this broke ass 
podcast is the only means of work right now for me. And hey, we're figuring we're figuring it out. But hey, if you support me, these will get better. I swear to you. We might get a little bit more ratchet. We might get drunk on some henny. And uh, and talk about some even dumber shit. But this one, this one was real. I had to make it real for y'all. So enjoy Tuesday. Enjoy the end of the world. Don't leave your house. Don't get scared. It'll be okay. Or maybe it won't. I don't know. But uh, have a good week. And talk to you all later. Peace.